Hi, I'm Tashi from Paint by Tashi Jade Bell on Instagram. Hi, I'm Yonja from Germavolt. And this is the Beauty Business Podcast, a podcast that focuses on the business and legal aspects of the beauty and fashion industry. On the 25th of March, 2022, the World Health Organization and the Government of India signed an agreement to establish the WHO, Global Center for Traditional Medicine. This is interesting because around 80% of the world's population is estimated to use traditional medicine. We are seeing that coming through in a lot of beauty products being released. A lot of them are using traditional herbs, Ayurvedic or Bakuchia oil and other herbal remedies in their formulation. What traditional medicine is described as is that it is the total sum of the knowledge, skills, and practices indigenous and different cultures have used over time to maintain health and prevent, diagnose, and treat physical and mental illnesses. Some that come easily to mind are acupuncture, Ayurvedic medicine, and herbal mixtures. In fact, bakuchia oil, which is the natural version of what people are promoting as an alternative to retinol has been used traditionally for many centuries in parts of Asia to help with overall well-being. Now, another interesting statistic that I would like to share with you is that some 40% of approved pharmaceutical products in use today are derived from natural substances. This shows how important conserving biodiversity and sustainability is. Contraceptive pills were developed from roots of wild yam plants. And some child cancer treatments have been based on rosy periwinkle. There has been Nobel Prize winning research on artemisinin for malaria control, which started with a review of ancient Chinese medicine texts. The new Hu Center for traditional medicine in Jamnagar, Gujarat, India, was launched on the 21st of April, 2022. This new center will focus on four main strategic areas, evidence and learning, data and analytics, sustainability and equity, and innovation and technology to optimize the contribution of traditional medicine to global health and sustainable development. We're looking forward to seeing what their research and studies show in terms of the use of traditional medicines, especially in the beauty industry. As we mentioned before, we are seeing a lot more of traditional medicines being used as part of the formulation for beauty products. Now, I'd like to introduce Katie Bacon, she is a practitioner of seed ears, and this is a form of Chinese traditional medicine and is described as acupuncture for the years. We have a very special guest that I'm super fond of, and her name's Katie Bacon. Hi, Katie, how are you? 
Hi, Tashi. I'm good. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thank you so much for sparing the time for this interview. I'm really excited for our audience to learn about your business, Seeded Years. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me on. We talk all the time offline. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Your listeners yeah. will have a chat away. How long have I known you? I've known you for years, haven't I? At least five years, I think. It's de- Yeah, it's definitely at least five years of friendship, that's for sure. We should definitely celebrate that. <laughs> Take care for some bubbly. Yes. That sounds like a good plan. So, Katie, for our audience, would you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, my life is all a bit chaotic at the best of times, but I started, I guess, my journey on my life as as a beauty therapist. So Mm. that's how we know each other because I I do a lot of skincare treatments. Um, So I love skin and I've always been super fascinated into, I guess, health. So what causes the negative effect of health, how that shows upon skin. Um, so I do work as my day job as, as a global trainer for a skincare company. And again, that's that's kind of how we got connected into each other. Yes. Uh, but I also am a clinical nutritionist because I really believe that you always needed to look at that more holistic way of treating health, right? And we talk mm. about this too. It's it's not just what you put on your skin. It's how you eat, what you eat, the lifestyles that we lead. And look, stress Look, I don't think I need to tell anyone about stress, right? But it's such a huge factor in our lives. And and I guess what um, always alarms me is this sort of constant low level of chronic inflammation, which really is leading a lot of diseases. And True. effectively, yeah. And effectively, that's where E-Seeds, I guess, came into my life because that's what we're talking about today. And yeah. it, was, it was around my own personal journey, right, I, around sleep, fatigue and burnout. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's my my passion business and, and I run the E-Seeds and auricular therapy alongside my work as, as a global educator. That's amazing. I don't know how you handle everything. And you're, and you're so like highly specialized and uh, experienced and educated in the areas that you work in. Now, what what is Seeded Years all about? Oh, how long have you got? Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well look, Seeded Ear Seeds, as I said, came about from my own personal experience. So mm. I, I think like with many of your listeners, I mean, I work long hours and like with yeah. most women, I think I struggle with that being perfect, right? Everything has to be good. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. And really, I just, I wasn't getting a lot of sleep or not as much sleep as I should. I felt just tired and wired. And I guess it's that modern sort of life. I live on coffee and dry shampoo kind of thing that we think is all like that normal way we should live. Um, I know. And I was just getting aches and pains and things I could never quite put my finger on. Um, And this is just the byproduct of inflammation of cortisol. Um, And I guess the body is such an incredible thing. I mean, it it keeps giving you these warnings, right? It keeps telling you you need to take it easy, and often we don't. And I know you have your own amazing story about this. Um, But our society isn't quite aligned, I guess, to health, I should say. We sort of reward pushing ourselves to exhaustion. Mm. Um, And that's where my journey with traditional Chinese medicine, I guess, came in, is that my my practitioner, who I see for my own health, applied ear seeds. And sort of five years ago, I'd never heard of ear seeds. I was like, what is these little sort of sticky things that went on my ear? Mm. Um, But she applied, applied these ear seeds for me. And I had, I cannot even tell you, the best night's sleep I 
had ever had. Well, so you've, for you've me, done it on me, and I, 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 yeah. I, I can attest to its efficacy as well. I just felt so relaxed. It was amazing just from applying those little ear seeds. I know it's one of those things. It's kind of hard to put your finger on because it is holistic. It's not one of those things that you're like. I tell me exactly X, Y, Z, how this is going to work for me. It's it's sort of this gentle systemic effect on the body, which, yeah, is quite. I, I found it quite profound for myself, and I guess that's where the love affair came from. I was like, what are these magical little pellets? What are these mm. doing to me? You know, why are you putting them on these specific areas of my ear? And as it turned out, there's 200 acupressure points on the ear, which is why kind of my businesses are based around sort of acupressure of the ear. Yeah. Um, but I guess probably I should go backwards and say for those that don't know what ear seeds actually are, mm. they are, um, I guess they're a tool, right? So they're little seeds or pellets that are held onto the ear by tape. And you can get fancy versions like Zorowski crystals and, and pearls straight through to kind of more traditional form. And literally it's just like a little sticker that stays on the ear for around three to four, four days. Mm. And much like, I guess, acupuncture, it's kind of like acupuncture without the needles, um, they apply sort of this gentle pressure to these acupoints over a few days. Um, so the easiest way to think about it is the ear, we sort of say it's like the switchboard to the brain. Mm. So you've got all of these nerve endings that run through your ear, including if your, your listeners are familiar, the vagus nerve, which is like the mighty queen of chill, which runs from your, your brain through multiple organs um, into your stomach. It's one of the longest nerves of our body. Mm. Um, and this is sort of our, when we sort of talk about relaxation and yoga, it's that, that relaxation, that chill kind of we want to have. Um, and so stimulating these nerves really sends signals to the brain, which then communicates to various organs for the body, helping with things like sleep, as we talked about, mm. stress, um, pain management, weight loss. So there's a variety of, of things it can, can treat. And so for me, incorporating this more holistic practice into a facial service or massage service or whatever that may be really connects the mind, body um, and skin together. Wow, that's so amazing. So it is a traditional form of Chinese medicine, would you say? It is. Yeah, yeah it is. It's like a, it's a form of, so traditional Chinese medicine is such a huge herbs yeah, and banner. Yeah. That's right. So it is a, it, it's a form of, um, and it, the practice is called auricular therapy, which is therapy of the ear. So um, the practice I follow is from Dr. Paul Najir, who really created and did a lot of scientific research in the 50s. Mm. Um, and then from there, it's, it's grown and it's endorsed by the World Health Organization. And you only need to kind of Google in PubMed clinical studies and things to see all the evidence that's there for this practice. That's really amazing. Do you also like including with seated ears? I, I think I've seen you do cupping as well. Yeah, cupping, gua sha. I, lo I, I love all of these natural therapies. And, and so we see these as, as alternate therapies, I think. But in many countries around the world, these are considered primary therapies like yes. we view um, allied health, right? It's all about prevention because mm. prevention is always better than the cure. So, yeah, I love facial cupping, anything that stimulates blood and lymph drainage, gua sha as well. They're, yeah, I think they help the body heal itself um, and the effects from things that we can just do so holistically are incredible. I know. Well, were you always interested in these forms of traditional Chinese medicine? 
you know, funnily enough, no, I was always such a clinical therapist. You know, I was always about peels and results and I love a laser machine and needling <laughs> and I still absolutely love all of these things, but I was very clinical in my mm. approach. And it's with age, I think it's not till you have something that affects you, your health, you have challenges that you appreciate how valuable health and well-being is mm. and then you sort of actively then seek ways to heal yourself in ways that either work with allied health right with your doctors mm. and things yeah. I think they're not mutually exclusive I think they work together um, so that's where the journey has come so now I'm, I'm about integrating these practices so yes you can have your clinical wellness your skin needling your really great results but why not then also incorporate that with you know, these incredible treatments that incorporate gua sha and cupping to get the best that both offer. Mm, I so agree. I think it's um it's nice in a way that we're almost looking back to our traditional method um to help uh, well, not supplement but complement, would you say? Yeah. All yeah. of like the, the lovely clinical treatments that we're getting now with like how technology has grown so much in terms mm. of like skincare and treatments that are related mm. to it yeah i really mm. do Absolutely. enjoy it yeah it's a bit of the mix of the old and the new isn't it yeah and i think you integrate that yourself don't you with your approach i know you've always um mm. used tools and and devices that kind of target multiple Approaches, it's not just skincare. <laughs> <laughs> I love my rollers and my guashas and now my seated ears. And your seated ears are really pretty. I like that you, you have them in Swarovski crystals and little pearls and like gold. And it's almost like decorating your ear as well. It's like an accessory plus health benefits. Absolutely. I, well, I'm very blessed that the trend at the moment is all of the beautiful jewellery for the ears. I, I think the ear is on trend. And yeah. the nice thing with the, the ear seeds is it does look like jewellery. So, you you know, instead of having a piercing, you've got, you could use them as an aesthetic to mm. create your own kind of beautiful jewellery look. But then they have an acupressure benefit. So they're, it's like jewellery with, with a healthful twist, right? So It's so cool. Um, so, okay, so I'm just looking at the next question. So do, do you see a trend in people adopting these forms of uh, traditional Chinese, um, what, what, would, would we say medicine or just treatments? I think it's more of a, a lifestyle, isn't lifestyle, it, these, yeah. these products? They're a lifestyle addition I mean yeah. they all fall under I, I would say traditional Chinese history because mm. gua sha has been used for forever yeah. um but yeah I, I do believe I think I don't know if you were telling me gua sha is the most yes instagrammed yeah, so or googled what, or something it's, term. It's, in the, it's in the top three so top number wow. the number one most uh popular hashtag on tiktok and instagram is retinal followed by graphic eyeliner and then the third is gua sha which is very fascinating to me because you know if you look at the tiktok demographic mm. it's mostly people under uh 30 you would say mm. yeah and they're and they're really getting into their gua sha's mm. i love that i love that the top two are both clinical and wellness mm. <laughs> in the top three sorry um yeah. but i guess guess to answer your question i would say that the more mainstream natural therapies become the more accepted they are because i think now people mm. accept 
self-care, health care as a standard, right? Yeah. Whereas maybe five or ten years ago, these were alternative therapies. Yes. And I think they've moved now into complementary therapies to have a healthy life. They're kind of more of an essential that people are doing as part of their daily routine. Mm. Um, and I do think people are, I wouldn't say moving away from kind of that Western medicine where we wait till something's gone wrong because we yes. still Western medicine that we need but I do think that people are now becoming more focused on prevention and using the body to heal itself Mm. and that's one of the things that I love about ear seeds because I always use a headache as a good example because you could ear seeds have been shown in many clinical studies for a lot of people to provide benefit with headaches so helping relieve pain of headaches so you could apply your ear seeds which is essentially completely safe acupressure or you could take painkillers, both great options. Mm. You could use them together, but one would argue that one is is a more healthful option if yeah. they deliver. Um, so there are means that you people are now looking to, what is a natural alternative that would deliver me results before I go to more invasive options as well? Yeah, it's just interesting that this trend in people adopting what you, you know, I think you... you quite rightly described it as what we saw as alternative mm. treatments but they're now adopting it and more in the mainstream i wonder uh, it's uh yeah i think do you think it has a lot to do with us staying at home during the pandemic and having nothing mm. to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think there's a lot of that yeah i think uh covert and lockdown definitely changed how we viewed self-care um, but that's also across all forms of life. I think it's definitely people are now demanding better lifestyles, aren't they? Like we want mm. better work-life balances. We want to work from home now as rather than go into offices. We're hopefully making healthier dietary choices because people are now talking more about how food and the foods we eat can drive inflammation or they can drive health, you know what I mean? So mm. I, I think overall the younger They've got it sorted right. The, the younger generation, they're, they're definitely very much focused on, on I think, health first, mm. um, which is slightly different to, to my generation and up where, you know, it was worry when something breaks. <laughs> no, I think prevention is always the best way to go. Do you also try, like, um, Chinese herbs? Yeah, I have. I um, have an amazing naturopath um, that I see that that often gives me herbs. I mean, I don't always enjoy them. I think they're, they're two yeah. different things. <laughs> yeah. I think somehow yeah. it feels it's meant to be like the worse it tastes, the better it is for you. I yeah, I think that's the premises absolutely. But yes, I do. I love herbs. So um, yeah, nat- naturopathy, all of those allied health professionals, I think are phenomenal. That's amazing. So how did you get trained in in using ear seeds? Well, I actually went on to study. So I became um, an auricular Mm. therapy practitioner as part of reflexology. So you can study reflexology, auricular therapy, so you can become a certified um, practitioner. So if it's something people are interested in, there is... um, I, I can always give you the the links that you can add to your yep. your show notes on where they can go to become a practitioner. Yes. Um, but yeah, there are various uh, places that they can go if they want to learn more about you know what the acupressure points do, how they can treat their clients, or how they can integrate it into their services. Wonderful. Now you have a full time job as well as helping people with seated ears. What do you do in your time off? 
<laughs> um, I laugh because I don't I don't know if there is much time off. I oh, think yeah. um, <laughs> anyone that has a full time job runs a business. I also study. I'm, I'm doing a science degree as well, so oh, yeah, there amazing. isn't isn't much much time. But I do what I do have is quite precious. I'm, again, I'm sure your listeners are probably the same. So yeah. I have a family, so I try and spend it with them. And I know we're both obsessed with our dogs, like too yeah. much obsessed. Um, obsessed. So I have. Two giant grudels. So anything outside in nature I can do yeah. for me is how I get my balance. So taking them out, I get a lot of joy from from their quirkiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't nailed the balance. I won't. I won't lie. Um, but Just I guess when more, yes. <laughs> yeah, stick on more. But it's passionate, right? So when yeah. you're passionate about things, you do you you don't mind sacrificing time because it it brings you joy. So I I do you need to see a specialist to get ear seats applied or can you do it at home? That's a really great question. So I think it's always great to see a practitioner if you have health concerns because they're, of course, going to guide you. Mm. But the reason I created uh, seated ear seats was so that there was something that people could do at home for their own health and well-being. So um, when you purchase a pack from me, they actually come with eight different protocols mm-hmm. so that they can choose whether it's inflammation, digestion, sleep, stress, so they can choose their protocol. Uh, and then it comes with their set of seeds and depending on what kit you get, tweezers as well. Um, so I guess the key point, super easy to do, but you just clean the ears, either alcohol wipes or, or just make sure the air is really clean of any dirts and oils. Mm. And then you just peel off, off the seed um, and stick it to the point, just using a mirror and your guide, give it a little bit of a rub and then it stays in place for around three to four days maximum. And then we just peel them um, off to remove when you're you're done. So they're super, super, super easy to do. But you've you've tried them yourself. So how was the experience for you? I think I I, I struggled a bit myself, but I think it takes yeah. a while to uh figure things out because yeah. Um it's just uh for me I think it was a bit awkward to look in the mirror and try to pinpoint. Probably because my fingers are not as small as yours. <laughs> <laughs> it does take a little bit of getting used to. Yeah. So the first time you do, you're like, this is a bit weird. I'm looking at my, my ear, I'm yeah. putting on. But once you've done it one or two times, it's actually so yeah. fast. I can, I can do it now without even looking in a mirror. Because I've, um, I've seen you do practice. it and it's so quick and with how you do it. I guess it's you need to build up a muscle memory then, isn't it? Yeah, it's like anything. It's like the first time you do gua sha or yeah. do your cupping. It's always a bit awkward and you're like, oh, what am I doing? Where am I going? Where am I putting this? But once you've done it a few times, as I said, it, it gets really easy. And the beautiful thing with ear seeds is that anyone, with exception to pregnancy, anyone can do ear seeds. Um, and it's something we can do every week. So it's like gua sha, you could add to your your kind of weekly ritual um, mm. for your health and well-being. So isn't there, like, I think I saw on one of your Instagram posts, there's also a fertility point? Yeah, so there are points for hormones, fertility, menopause. There are various things. If you think there's over 200 points, so they relate to things like 
ovaries and um, you know we can help with period pain even so there are lots of points um, so we have set protocols which is sort of the nice easy ones that people can do at home but if people ever want some customized protocols we're happy to make them because of course certain concerns are very unique to people individually as well when it comes mm. to health like we said fertility um, so we just like to get a bit of a history from you and then we can create custom custom protocols or of course if you do have more um, in-depth health challenges mm -hmm. um, then it is great to go see an acupuncturist you know herbalist or anyone last like that that's part of your health remit to get your first kind of bit of advice and then we can support as a complementary service so it sounds like you do one-on-one -on -one consultations as well yes i do yes we do as part so it's just a matter of reaching out if if that's something people are interested in either via instagram or facebook or, or directly through the website if if you want some personalized protocols or to have a chat about whether e-seeds are right for you Oh, wow, that's amazing. It's so interesting. Uh, how long have your seats been around for? Oh, forever. I think the earliest dated practice of, of ear seats was 2,000 plus years ago. So it's oh. been documented um, oh. in early China. But it's funny, it was really in the 50s with Dr. Paul Najir who started to do this research into auricular therapy mm. um and it's actually quite an, i know we probably don't have time for it today but it's quite an interesting story if you no, are interested time. in this practice <laughs> oh amazing um so he had a and don't quote me verbatim but he had a patient that um had sort of small bird marks on their ear and mm. was suffering from sciatica and was claiming that they were cured um from sciatica so Paul Najir, um, being a doctor, wanted to go and research this. So he actually is called the father of auricular therapy because off the back of this patient, he did a huge amount of research mm. um, as a Western medicine specialist yes. to find out what this was all about and whether there was um, evidence in this, which it did show that there was. Um, and so a lot of the practices and protocols that we use today for auricular therapy are actually based off Paul Najir's method. Um, and this is also supported and endorsed um, by the Chinese community as well. Mm. Um, and as I mentioned, the World Health Organization. So Google Dr. Paul Najir and then loads of things will come up on the background and history, particularly how we use and treat auricular therapy today. But mm. history of it has been around for thousands and thousands of years. So it's it's not new. It was um, used by the emperors in, in China for their health and well-being. Mm. I'm getting a sense of pride now <laughs> from my um, that, that things that we've used for thousands of years is getting validated by science, West, Western-based science. So that's pretty cool. Yes, there should be a sense of pride. It's Yeah, I think there's so much that you know Chinese history has to offer us and history in general things that mm. people intuitively were doing for years that yeah. we sort of lose along the way because we sort of seek to have indefinite answers and the reality of life is there's no such thing as black and white very mm. rarely and everything is subjective you know yeah. if you have a clinical study and run that multiple times then you may also get different answers but um, yeah I think there's definitely something to be said with history's old practices there's a reason they've been standing the test of time right yeah that's true just off the cuff have you ever come across a um besides ear seed ear seeds any other unusual type of traditional uh therapy 
That's that's made you go, oh wow. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think. There's there are so many different types of therapies. I think it's just going down the rabbit hole to see how that relates. Um, but I yeah, I like a bit of the hybrid between the clinical and and that natural myself. So mm. things like full body LEDs combined with you know wellness and relaxation is kind of where my niche sits. Um, but that's an interesting one. I might have to go and and do some some research. I know that what's making resurgence is the full body gua sha, like quite oh, quite aggressive yes. full body gua sha yes. are starting to become quite popular, particularly for lymph drainage, muscle mm. tension, that sort of thing. Um, which is interesting to see those popping up. But yeah, I'm gonna have to keep my eye out. What about you? What have you seen? Um, hmm. Not well. The see the yes yeah, seats was pretty cool. That one's really cool. I haven't personally yet otherwise seen anything very. Oh, maybe more the use of like. Are you Vedic? Is that how you pronounce it? Um, oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Ayurvedic medicine. Ayurvedic medicine that's popping mm. up kind of mainstream now. Um, mm. Other than that, a lot of cupping as well, like that. That's yeah. very cool. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Very interesting. Well, Ayurveda is fabulous. I mean, we we're talking a lot about you know mushrooms and reishi mm. mushrooms ashwagandhas, rhodiolas, all of these incredible herbs, you know, that have been used, again, centuries, particularly like Tulsi, which is holy basil, which is, you know, consumed in India, which helps with stress responses. So I think as we are becoming more chronically stressed as a society, we do seek to go to more um, holistic ways to help relieve stress. But there's so much evidence in Ayurvedic herbs for the treatment in the mm. body it's yeah there's there's a lot there that to unpack yeah um, <laughs> but yeah there'll probably be more that might, that could, people than might I. be your next uh, venture <laughs> oh yes gosh Seated no in. i love it yeah. <laughs> actually there's um a podcast i love with the atp project uh, those guys are amazing and they have some really great podcasts around um sort of herbs for stress and and nice. things like the reishi mushrooms and rhodiola there are lots but lots of information out there when you sort of look yeah. with experts in that field right yeah i definitely have to look more into it so um for those interested in seeded years where can we find you uh, the easiest place is always on social, right? We all hang mm. out there. We're all friends. So um, you just look for Seeded Ear Seeds, all one word, on Facebook, Instagram. I'm uh, discovering TikTok, but I definitely think Facebook and Instagram are kind of my uh, mediums. And then you can also head to our website, which is seededearseeds.com. Now, um, is, are, are seeded ears expensive? No, no, I mean, it depends on what you think is expensive, but yeah. um, products start from around $25 up to, I think, about $65. Um, so they're multiple treatments in each pack, mm. so it just depends. So the price difference is really just whether you want Swarovski crystals yeah. or pearls straight through to more traditional style um, ear seeds. The gold and silver are generally our most popular for people starting off with Starting off with the uh, ear seeds. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Katie. That was just such an interesting uh, conversation. I've learned so much in this such 
for such, such a short time. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, really, thank you. I always <laughs> appreciate you. Yeah. Very thank always you. grateful to you. And thank you for introducing me to Ear Seeds. I think it's, it's it does make a huge difference. And I don't have to, for myself, like, you know, because I suffer from treatment resistant depression and anxiety, it's, I can, it's an alternative that I can turn to um, when things aren't so bad instead of take, popping a pill. So, yeah. Absolutely. Or in conjunction with it's safe, safe and effective, which is, which is nice. But I'm so pleased it's been beneficial for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank today. you. Thanks, Tashi. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, and we truly appreciate you listening in. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can also find us on our website, thebeautybusinesspodcast.com and Instagram at thebeautybusinesspodcast. And on Facebook at The Beauty Business Podcast. Feel free to email us at info at thebeautybusinesspodcast.com or DM us if there are any issues you would like us to cover.